Hallelujah to Jesus. I can't hear us. That, this, this amen is too cold. Hallelujah to Jesus. You know, I'm talking about the one who died and rose again. The one who sits in heaven. The one, the Bible says he makes intercessions for us. I'm talking about the bishop of our soul. I'm talking about the king of glory. Shout Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Okay, let's be seated in God's presence. I know some people are wondering again, you know, because I took the uh, the digging deep last week, but um, today uh, one of the pastors I was supposed to take is unavoidably absent, so I'm standing in for him. So uh, I believe that God will do that which He would only Him can do in our lives today in the name of Jesus. So, all right. Today, I, I want to talk about, you know, a faith. And I, I've titled uh, tonight's um, study, uh, Faith is Now. Amen? Faith is when? Now. Faith is now. You know, if you read Hebrews chapter, one, uh, chapter 11, verse 1, it says, Now. Faith is. Now. Faith is. 
Now, faith is. So faith is now. And now is faith. So the best time, you know, to, to walk in faith or to act upon God's word is now, not tomorrow. You know, the subject matter of faith is very critical. As a matter of fact, you know, the Bible says that we receive salvation through faith. It says, with mouth, confession is made unto salvation. And with our heart, we believe unto righteousness. So as powerful as salvation, redemption is, it takes faith to receive salvation. Amen? And Bible also tells us in Hebrews chapter 11, Hebrews chapter 11, if you read from verse 3, it says, okay, let me just read, don't read from verse 1 to 6. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. For by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the world was framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now, let me jump to verse 6. It says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So you see that faith is very important. You know, in our work as Christians, without faith, the Bible says that it's so critical that without faith, we cannot please God. And another place again that says, I think it's in Romans, that says that anything that is done outside of faith is sin. So it is that serious. It is serious. Faith is serious. Amen? So it is impossible to please God. So why are we Christians? You know, if we're not pleasing God, if our lives do not give God glory or do not uh, please God, that means we're just living for ourselves. So the, one of our, the, the most important thing as Christians, uh, I mean, that, that um, we're here to do is to ensure, to ensure that our lives bring glory to God, that we please God in everything we do or say. Amen? So it says that without faith, you cannot please God. And the reason is very simple, because anyone who is coming to God, he says, anyone that comes to him must believe that he is, that he is. And that not only that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith we believe there is God, true or false. Has anybody seen God in this room? Believe there is God. There is God in heaven who superintends you know, the affairs of men. Through faith we believe. Amen? And that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So you see the importance of faith in our lives as Christians. And everything we do, we believe, everything we do as Christians is, I mean, it revolves around faith. I pray that God will help us in the name of Jesus. Because oftentimes we say we have faith, you know, but we, when we act, we act in the opposite. You know, we say we have faith. The Bible also tells us that even the devil also has faith. Say so he believes and he also trembles. Amen? I pray God will help us and teach us, you know, how to... You know, to, to believe in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, looking through the scriptures, you, you know, like we read in verse 3, it says, Through faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God, and so that things that which, which are... Okay, sorry, verse 2, it says, For by this same faith, the elders... The elder, who are the elders? We talk about Abraham, we talk about uh, Jacob, we talk about, you know, David, we talk about all these great men. You know, and they are exploits. And we want to be like them. You know, we pray. We pray, Abraham blessings are mine. Abraham was a friend of God. I want to be your friend, God. You know, I want to do exploit. Lord, give me that violent faith like Abraham to believe. You know, even when all odds were against him, he still believed. 
So, we, you know, we'll pray, we'll refer to them, you know. Today, we say we'll look at them and we want to be like them. David, oh, the man of great faith, that great musician, you know. You look at his exploits in the scriptures and we want to be like him. The Bible says that they receive that good report through faith. So, if, that we also can receive good reports. So that, I mean, after we, we've left the scene, you know, that people will say, oh, that great man of God. They will read about our exploits. Now that is why I say that faith is now, it's not tomorrow, you know? It's not tomorrow. So that by the time we leave this scene, people will also read about us. You know, they are encouraged. Amen? They will make reference. God will help us in Jesus' mighty name. So the best time to start is now, not tomorrow. So as I was saying, you know, when you look at scriptures, you see all these great men and you want to be like them. The, thing, the only thing, of course, if you look at the scriptures as well, you'll see also, some people also made it to the scriptures. Their name, you know, appear in the scriptures, but there's no good work or exploit that is attached to their name. You know, we often refer to Methuselah who lived up to uh, 969 years, but no accomplishment for God. The Bible says Enoch was 300 and something years, and he was so righteous, was God's friend that God said, no, this one, I won't let him die. He will not see corruption. God took him. Still in the, that same era of Abraham and uh, Methuselah and all of that. So we have no excuse. The Bible also said that Enoch, you know, if you read about Enoch in the scripture, it said that Enoch was so, so number of years and he, had, uh, he got married and birthed children. And you know, those are the things that, you know, when we, those are the things that distract us. But he was not distracted. He became God's friend and God took him alive. Amen? So I pray as we, you know, look at the scriptures this evening, that God will help us to, you know, to do the needful, the things that we need to do. Amen? In Jesus' mighty name. So talk about, let's talk about David. David in First Samuel chapter 17, if you read from verse 26, you know his exploit when uh, Goliath was messing around with the armies of the Lord. When David appeared, the first question that came from his mouth was, what and what will be given to the man who kills? Uh, I said verse 26. What and what? What will be done? So David was already, he had seen, he had seen himself as a victor. So he didn't think twice. So he's not even talking about how what strategy are we going to use to bring this man down? So he's looking at after Goliath's death. So what will be done for the man who brings Goliath down? So he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't beat around the bush. Of course, we know the rest of the story, how he brought Goliath down. We talk about Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know, we remember their exploits in a foreign land. They said to the king, oh king, we, let's not beat around the bush. We're not ready to do your bidding. Because we have a God. So those are, I see those, uh, those people as noun people. So they are not saying, oh, let us go, give us some minutes, give us some days, let's go and think about, think about it. No, he didn't do that. David did not do that. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego never did that as well. Let's look at First Samuel chapter 3, verse 16. Okay, okay. First Samuel 17, 26. And then David spoke to the men who stood by him, saying, What shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the Lord? So let's also look at um, Daniel chapter 3, verse 16. Daniel 3, 16. 
Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. They were faced with death, you know. After the, the arrest one, the king, you know, gave, you know, instruction for the furnace to be heated up seven times. So, but they were not deterred. They were not afraid. They stood their ground. We know the, the rest of the story. God came through for them. So they have, one thing they have in common, I mean, David, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, is the fact that they were now people, now people. They are people of faith who do not look at the magnitude of the challenge, but they, are, they fix their gaze on the almightiness of their God. Amen? Maybe I should repeat that, you know. Faith people do not look at the magnitude of the challenge. Rather, they fix their gaze on the almightiness of their God. As Christians, we want to accomplish great things for God, for the kingdom of God. And that's why I said earlier that the best time to do that or to start is now. The best time to pray is now. The best time to worship. The best time to give. The best time to evangelize. The best time to do anything for the kingdom is now. Amen? Jesus saying in John chapter 9 verse 4, He said, I must do the work of him that sent me because night come, uh, while it is day, because night cometh when no man shall walk. I must walk the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night, come, the night is coming when no one can walk. Amen? So now is the time. If you look at John chapter 4 verse 34 again, let's see it very quickly. It says, my meat is to do the work of him that sent me and to finish it. That is speaking faith. Now is the time to step into the unknown for God. The time to step into the unknown. Just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, just like David, to step into the unknown for God. I also want to talk about, you know, Jonathan and his exploits. So let's see First uh, Samuel chapter 14. First Samuel chapter 14. I will read from verse, I'll just speak verses there. 14 verse 1, it says, And now it happened one day that Jonathan and, Jonathan the son of Saul, said to his young man who bore his armor, come, let us go over to the Philistines, Philistines garrison that is on the other side. But he did not tell his father. So when Saul was sitting in the outskirts of Gibeah under a pomegranate tree, which is in Migron, the people who were with him were about 600 men. Go ahead. Go on, go on. Ahijah, the son of Ahitub, Ichabod's brother, the son of Phinehas, the son of Eli, the Lord's priest in Shiloh, was wearing an effort, but the people did not know that Jonathan has gone. Between the passes, between the passes by which Jonathan sought to go over to the Philistines' garrison, there was a sharp rock on one side and a sharp rock on the other side. And the name, I'm not done, on the other side. And the name of one was Bozes, and the name of the other, Sene. Five. The front of one faced northward opposite Mikmash, and the other southward opposite Gibeah. Six. Then Jonathan said to, I want us to take note of this. Jonathan said to the young man who bore his armor, Come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for nothing restrains the Lord from saving by many or by few. Uh, you notice that that word uncircumcised appears again. Little wonder Jonathan, uh, the best friend, you know, Jonathan and David were best of friends. Amen? Okay. So I'll, I'll come back to that. Verse 7. So his armor bearer said to him, Do all that is in your heart. Go then. Here I am with you, according to your heart. Then Jonathan said, Very well. Let us cross over to these men, and we will show ourselves to them. 
if they say thus to us, wait until we come to you, then we will stand still in our place and not go up to them. Then, But if they say thus, come up to us, then we will go up. For the Lord has delivered them into our hand and this will be a sign to us. You know, just hold on there. You know, all the times I've read this particular passage of the scripture, but that verse 10 in particular, I would say, you know, ordinarily, if I were Jonathan, I would say, if they say, if they say, uh, I would do the, op- that is the opposite would have been the natural thing to do. But he said, if they say, come to us, remember, they were, it was just him and his armor bearer, and they were going up against a garrison, against garrison, Philistine garrison. Mind you, that, it, it was like, it, it was the same, like the, it was similar than like the uh, I mean similar to the one that David um, fought Goliath. You know, the Israelites were in the valley. The Philistines were in the, on the mountain, and of course, without alone, we know that the army on the mountain top they have advantage over the ones in the valley. That's number one. That's the first advantage they have. They were even more. Saul and General Abner and all the mighty men were there under that tree for days. And nothing happened. But Jonathan, the man of now, he said to the armor bearer, just the two of them, they left all the generals, all the brigadiers and all the top military officers, left them there, they sneaked out of the camp and they took on the Philistine garrison. And look at what he says. Now, let me take us back to verse 6. And Jonathan said to the young man, who oh boy, armor, come, let us go over to the garrison of this uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us. For nothing restrains the Lord from saving by many or by few. So Jonathan had the understanding that nothing restrains God. So God does not work. It is number, good and fine. But if there's no number, if it is one person or two person or anybody that is available, God will use. So he had that understanding. Amen? So he took on the, the garrison of Philistine. And to cut the long story, he defeated the garrison. He, he defeated, essentially, within a small space, he killed about 30 soldiers or thereabouts, and the rest fled. Amen? And all of a sudden, you know, down the valley there, started hearing, what is, what is going on? What is it? They were still down there, you know, mapping out their strategy. Oh, when is that? I'm sure one of the generals was asking, well, what do you think? Should we go now or should we, you know, they were still trying to do their own thing, you know, to strategize. Oh, what is the best time to strike? What is the best time to, how do we go? Should we wait till evening? Oh, another one will say, oh, let us wait maybe in the evening or at night while they are asleep. We just, or while they were still busy doing that, started hearing noise on the mountain. Jonathan had gone ahead of them to do the job. Amen? And the only reason, you know, Jonathan was able to do that was, number one, because he was a man of now. He did not look at the size of the Philistine garrison. He was not moved by their size. He was not moved by their arsenals. He was not moved by, he was not moved. And because he says, for nothing restrains God to save by many or by few. So he knew God, to simply, just simply put it that way, he knew God. He understood the workings of God. He knew God. That's why, because I'm sure when he looked at the Philistine soldiers, look at the term he used for them, all these this uncircumcised. So as far as he was concerned, they are nothing. And that's how, that is the mindset that God wants us to have as God's children, as now people, as now people, you know, not to be afraid of the enemy, but take the battle to the camp of the enemy. That's what God wants us to do. Amen? 
God will help us in Jesus' mighty name. You know, as I mentioned there in verse 10, the Bible tells us, you know, Jonathan used the same term that David used when he was going to defeat Goliath, this uncircumcised Philistine. So little wonder, you know, we read in the scriptures that Jonathan and David were friends. And there's this saying that, show me your friend. Show me your friend and I will tell you who you are. So who are our friends? Who do we make friends with? These are birds of the same feather. So who we make friends with is very important. Or do we make friends with people, you know, who rather than encourage us, they, they put fear or frighten us. Or tell us, show us 1,001 reasons why that thing is not possible. Maybe you have set your heart to accomplish something for God. And rather than encourage you, they tell you it's not possible. You only see a negative side of things. So who is our friend? Who is your friend? Who is your friend? So Jonathan's exploit was based on his knowledge of God. He understood that God is almighty. And if you trust him, if you put your trust in him, you will not be put to shame. So you see, the Jonathan, David, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they all have one thing in common. They are now people. Back in the camp of the Saul, camp of the Israel, they were still busy strategizing. They had all the trainings. Jonathan, by the way, was not a trained military pers- uh, personnel. He was, was not a trained soldier. He wasn't. Who had generals in Saul's camp, but they couldn't do anything. So like I said earlier, that the best time to step into the unknown for God, for the kingdom of God, is now. There's a saying that put your money where your mouth is. True of us. So, but I want to, you know, rephrase and say put your action or your work where your faith is. Amen? Put your action, put your work where your faith is. It's easy to say I have faith, you know. We always claim. When it, when it comes to putting our faith to action, we'll check it out. God will help us in Jesus' mighty name. Give us boldness in the name of Jesus and courage in the name of Jesus. So, Jonathan did exploit because he knew his God. He says, for nothing restrains God from saving by many or by few. He knew God. He knew God. Could it be that the reason we don't walk in faith, the reason we don't, you know, put our faith to work is because we don't know God. That could be it. May God help us to know him more in the name of Jesus. May God help us to know him more in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay, let me just use the next five minutes or thereabouts to just share this story just to buttress all that I've said is this story I heard of a man, a, a tightrope walker, people who walk on ropes. I don't know if you've seen anything like that before. People who walk on ropes, they will tie a rope on one tall building and stretch it to the other side, and they will walk on that rope. And then this man came to one marketplace and announced and said, Oh, you people, look at me. The next market day, I will come back, and I will tie a rope on that building, that tall building, and the other one. And I will walk on the rope to the other side. And people were like, what is wrong with this man? The next market, the man showed up. And the tide, he came with his son. He tied the rope on one tall building on the other side. And he now asked them again, do you believe that I can walk on that rope? And uh, they couldn't say anything. They said, how can a man walk on the rope and all of that? He said, do you, do you believe that I can walk on the rope? At some point, they said, what is wrong with you? If you want to walk, walk. Are you afraid now? So the man, <laughs> the man said, okay, I am going to walk. But I need one of you. I, want, I, would no, I will not only walk on the rope, but I will carry one of you with me in my ha- arms and I walk on the, I will walk on the rope. And they said, no way. Say, who is the person that will come? And they said, nobody agreed to come. And he pointed at one boy. And the boy ran to, towards him, picked him up, you know, jumped on the rope, and he walked all through to the other side. And, you know, the whole market was... So, and people said, 
We've never seen it like this before. How could somebody walk on the road? And they said, who was even that boy that he was carrying? And somebody said, oh, that little boy is his son. So the reason, you know, that little boy allowed his dad to carry him was because he knew his dad. Amen? He knew his dad. Apparently, he had seen him walk on ropes. He knew him. Why others did not know, they were in doubt. The little boy knew his father. Amen? So, the reason we don't dare things, we don't step into the unknown for God, could be because we don't know him much. We do not know his deeds, you know, his almightiness. I pray that God will draw us closer to him. He will help us to know him day by day in the name of Jesus. You know, the Bible says that uh, this scripture that we refer to all the time, Romans. The scripture I'm looking at, I'm looking for. Okay, where the one that talks about the manifestation. Uh, okay, uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 19. 8 19. It says, So for the earnest expect- expectations of the creature waited for the manifestations of the sons of God. So if I may ask us, when is the time to manifest the sonship of God? Now, now, now. Tell your neighbor now. Now is the time to manifest sonship of God. Amen. So the earnest expectations of the creature waited for the manifestations of the sons of God. You know, as PC always says, if the Bible is to be rewritten tomorrow, what will be said about us? What will be said about us? The Bible is to be rewritten tomorrow and we are no longer in the scene. We are no longer here. And Jesus tarries. So what will be said about us? I pray in the name of Jesus that good reports will be given of us in the name of Jesus. Great things, great exploits will be recorded for us in the name of Jesus. I didn't hear your amen. I said great exploits, mighty exploits will be recorded for us in the name of Jesus. As we read in the Bible, you know, from Genesis to Revelation, God will help us. Let's rise to our feet. Let's rise to our feet. Let's begin to talk to God. Let's talk to our God. Let's talk to him this evening. So, Father, draw me nearer. Let me know you more. Open my eyes to know you. I want to know you more. You know, the song rather says, The more I know you is the more I want to know you. Deep calls unto deep, utter the waterfall. Father, I want to know you. I want to know your ways. I want to step into the unknown, O oh God, for you, because I know that you are there. I know that you are there just like Peter. As he was walking on the sea, you were waiting for him on the other side of the boat. You were waiting for him. But when his gaze was shifted, he began to sing, but you reached out for him. You reached out to him, Lord Jesus. I want to step into the unknown. I want to step onto dead things, O oh God. Give me a violent faith, O oh God. I want to believe. I want to walk in faith, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Help me, O oh God, to walk in faith. Help me to walk in faith, O oh God. Help me, O oh God, to walk in faith in the name of Jesus Christ. O oh Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. Help me, help us, O oh God, to walk in faith, O oh God. Help us to walk in faith, to walk in faith, to walk in faith, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Help us, O oh God, to step into the unknown, to step into the unknown, Heavenly Father, for the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, such that, O oh God, after all said and done, Heavenly Father, 
a good report will be recorded for us in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, help us in the name of Jesus. We will not be like a snail, O oh God, that, that, that will not make impact. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, let me not be, O oh God, Heavenly Father, that, that, that person, King of Glory, that will traverse this, 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 this earth, O oh God, this planet, O oh God, without an impact, O oh God. Heavenly Father, let it not be, O oh God, far be it from me, Lord God, that I will traverse this planet, O oh God, without an impact in the name of Jesus for the kingdom of heaven. Heavenly Father, help me, Lord God. Help me, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord God. Teach me, Lord. Heavenly Father, teach me. Teach me. Teach us, O God. Help, help us, Lord God. That a man's life, to understand that a man's life is not, it, 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 it's not measured by the abundance of the things that he possesses. Or by the exploit, O God. By life of impact, O God. That is how, what a man's life is measured with. That is the yardstick to measure a man's life. Oh God, impact. Help me, O oh God, to live a life of impact in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord. 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 Help me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord God. O oh, Lord, to do exploit, O oh God, in every in my sphere of influence, O oh God, for the kingdom of God. Heavenly Father, help me, O oh God. Help us, O oh God, as apostles in the marketplaces, Lord God. Help us to do exploit in the marketplaces. Help us to do exploit, O oh God. In our area, our spheres of influence, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, that our glory and praise help us, O God, that wherever we are, Lord God, Heavenly Father, our lives, O God, will bring glory to your holy name. Our lives, O God, will bring glory to your holy name in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you. O Lord, we give you all the glory and praise in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, help me to walk in faith. Help me to walk in faith. Help me to walk in faith. You know, I want us to pray this prayer. You know, like, you may think you have faith, but the truth could be that the opposite is the case. Let us pray, Lord, help me to have, that means, oh God, to walk in faith. Your way, in the name of Jesus, help me to walk in faith. If there's any trace of unbelief in my life that I have no idea of, any trace of unbelief, any trace of faithlessness, oh God, that I have no idea of, Lord, let it be fished out right now in the name of Jesus and be expunged from my life in the name of Jesus. Every, every trace of unbelief, doubt, every trace of unbelief, be expunged from my life in the name of Jesus. Help me to walk in faith, O God. Help us, O God, your church, fountain of living waters, O God, to walk in faith in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord God, to obtain good report, O God, by faith in the name of Jesus. As a church and as individuals, Lord God, help us, O God, each one of us, O God, to obtain good report, O God, by faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, Lord.
For in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. So our God, we thank you tonight. Thank you, Lord God, for your word. Thank you, King of Glory, for expounding the scriptures to us. Lord, we are grateful. Tonight, O God, help us, O God, to put to work all that we have heard in the name of Jesus. And O Lord, help us, O God, to obtain good report by faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah.